0: Welcome to today's podcast, the topic is making sure you get paid. Hi, I'm Louise, this is Diane. Uh, We will be talking about, uh, do you hate credit control? Do you always seem to be chasing? And we're going to start with some of our confessions, aren't we? Because (laughs) we can sit here and pretend we're all great at it. But let's be honest, we learn through mistakes. And uh, so let's share some mistakes, because we're not the only one that's made mistakes, are we? (laughs) No.
1: And, and I suspect that people listening or watching are going to be like, oh, yeah, mine was worse than that. Or, you know, yes, I did that, too, because, yeah, it's it's normal. And that's the thing is here, you know, we're confessing, but it, this is actually quite normal. And actually, I hear the people that do this and, you know, we I talk to a lot of people that have done this themselves. This is about us telling you what's gone wrong and how you can fix it. So my my confession is that we were cleaning for a client for I think it actually might have been a bit longer but I think it was probably four months before we realized she hadn't paid us a penny and she was four hours a week and oh. she hadn't paid us a penny and we just didn't have a system in place and didn't notice did she pay you eventually and but she was really angry they are she, she was really... really cross with me for not telling her yeah. Um, that she'd had a free cleaner for for four months and um it was really interesting lesson not just in in having the systems in place but in the relationship between you and the client when the, when you've got to chase the money and like i said she got really upset she actually cancelled she came back to us actually a little while later but she cancelled originally because she was just really cross i can't believe you've let my bill build up this far and i was just like did you not realize that you had you weren't paying you know everybody was meant to set up a standing order that's how it worked when I first started weekly standing order we didn't send invoices and yes she was really angry and looking back probably justifiably because but maybe not I don't know it was a a big lesson four months of four hours a week cleaning at 15 pound an hour I can't remember how much it was but it was a lot of money
0: So we've had similar responses. So some of the things that we've had is, you know, when people are supposed to pay weekly, and let's say they're not on their standing order direct debit, and they missed a week. So you send a letter quite early on, and they continue paying their weekly. So three, four months later, you chase them and say, look, you missed that week's payment there. You actually owe me. The anger, the emotion and anger, how dare you say I've not paid... Well, you did it out of your account. There should be a record of everything. You can clearly see you've missed that payment. I didn't. I'm up to date. They are so yeah. irrationally angry that, well, why didn't you tell me at the time? We did. We really did.
1: Yeah. And I think that what that does, certainly what it did to me, my mindset was like, well, first of all, it made me change my system so that I had flat things were flagged much quicker. But it also did make me more nervous in a way at chasing for money because it was like, well, I got that reaction when. She patiently hadn't paid for four months. She must have known she wasn't paying the cleaner for four months, and yet it was my fault. And it kind of made me think, oh gosh. So now, when I'm when I'm going to contact somebody about not paying, are they going to be angry with me? And it made it even harder to do the credit control. So it it spiraled a little bit.
0: It does, it becomes scary And and do you know what I hear again and again and again I'm spending all my time chasing late payers I've texted them They know they've got to pay And it's like, what I hear So a lot of people go, right, I'm going to take them to small claims It's been two days, I'm going to issue small claims I'm like... Sorry, it's been two days What?
1: It's difficult Because certainly When we're starting out And and if you're a solo cleaner still You rely on that Day-to-day income You need them to pay On the day You need them to pay When it's due Because your business grows You perhaps Get a little more relaxed Rightly or wrongly About the the, You know, you shouldn't Because you should have Even more close eyes.
0: That's because you've got A financial buffer That, you know If you know You've got a few thousand In the bank account And someone doesn't pay you It's like, well You know, as long as They do pay me this month the, uh, yeah, i'm okay yeah. and it, it gets quite, but that's not the case but nope. particularly domestic cleaners if you've got to pay your staff and they're paid weekly you need the money in there and then
1: yeah absolutely and, and you know if you imagine if 20 percent of your customers don't pay you that means you're pro, you're, you're literally cleaning for free because that's your whole, all of your profit gone you know,
0: it's, it's and crazy. then not only have you cleaned for free, you've got the stress of angry customers and being let down, and these are people. and And I think this is where it's harder for domestic cleaners because it's this friendship again. We're in their houses, we're part of their lives, we're part of their families. So these people matter to us; they are part of our support network, and we're part of theirs. Then they stab you <laughs> like, oh, when they don't pay you and they're fobbing you off. And you're like, I've still got to turn up to your house and be polite and nice. And you seem to be deliberately screwing me over. Yeah, it's horrible.
1: Yeah. And it's it's it's, it's for me, if, if I if I was starting my business again, this would be one of my main focuses is making sure I get paid because so
0: many times over the years it's been a challenge yeah I just think it's very emotional it's very hard we face a lot of I say we it's in every industry we face a lot of rejection we face a lot of it ruins the friendships absolutely when when your
1: husband joined the business what did he find go on confess so
0: I I had about five six seven stuff it was a long time ago and uh, my husband gave up his job and came and joined my business you know all exciting and uh, the first thing he did is got my computer system because it was all organized on the computer and he was like oh my goodness this was about two three days into him joining he was like do you know you've got outstanding money I went yeah I know they'll pay you know they're all my friends he went you've got three thousand pounds outstanding I was like okay <laughs> well, they'll pay me they did all pay, I've got to say, because like I said, you know, they're all regular clients. And um, the problem was, though, like one of them who we cleaned for twice a week. So similar to you, we were doing three hours twice a week. And so a big customer and he chased them. Obviously, they disputed or oh, I have paid that one or I haven't paid that one. They disputed it. And so he carried on chasing it, saying, well, no, this is what you have paid and this is what you haven't. And in the end, they uh, got to the stage where they refused to deal with him and they claimed that the business had lost its heart because I was really nice. And he was like, well, it's all very well, us having a heart and being lovely people and looking after you and everything, but there won't be a business if customers don't pay their bills. And he could look at it completely objectively. If they had said that to me, I would have been heartbroken if they had told me that I'd lost my heart because. I was chasing money, which was clearly owed to me. I don't know how I would have coped at the time. Like, it's really hard as a business owner. Yeah. And that's, that's probably
1: the biggest challenge around credit control in our businesses is we're too close to it. We're too in love with it. We think our customers love us and there's so much emotion around it that it, it yeah, it. we just don't get paid. Basically, you know, anybody that's going through this in, in right now, and I'm sure, you know, Louise and I are not the only two people that have had this challenge in our business. Realizing that you're not getting paid, how does that make you feel? You know, it's... It, yeah it's crazy. So loving you know, your business is one thing and loving your customers but you got to love yourself
0: too. I think I hid from it. Like I I knew they would eventually. So and you know it was fine. I definitely hid from it. And I think a lot of cleaners particularly those where maybe their partner is the main income earner They do hide from this. And I was guilty of this. It doesn't help, does it? Like, are you running a business or are you in this as a hobby? Because as a hobby, it's kind of hard work and unrewarding. And like, don't get me wrong, guys, it's fine, but it would be better if you got paid for it. Yeah,
1: so we're running a masterclass um, in a couple of weeks' time with the, for the DCVM members on this topic of making sure you get paid. And yes, this, we're going to be talking about payment methods, standing order, direct debit, and that sort of thing. But I suspect a lot of the conversation is going to be about how does credit control make you feel? I feel like a lot of people just know they should do it, but don't mm-hmm. want to do it. They yeah, but because of the, they procrastinate, they put it off because it makes them feel bad. You yeah. know, is you know, do, have you ever outsourced your credit control, Louise?
0: No, but I was thinking about it. I would rather do a new quote for a new customer than chase payment from an existing customer. Yeah. How mad is that? Yeah. And and when we do new quotes, we get a buzz. We feel good. Like, I love it. You feel wanted and liked. Whereas credit control is the opposite.
1: Yeah. Do you think it is that need to be liked? You know, I want everybody to like me. I don't want my customers to hate me and be angry at me because they haven't paid me. Crazy, but that's, no, that's I think we- it
0: feels. The kind of people, I think And this isn't true for everyone The kind of people in the cleaning industry The reason why we are such an amazing community In the DCBN Kind of people that get into this Want to make a difference to people's life Like the sort of home comforts Being community, family It means a lot to them They like knowing that they make a difference And letting other people have their family at the weekends These kind of people As cleaners, we are so warm Caring, like Honestly I love I don't want to say cleaners I've just been told off It's cleaning operatives But the people in this industry God I love these guys But it doesn't always make it For good business owners Does it? <laughs> <laughs> no. And
1: credit control Is part of business Isn't it? So yeah I mean, You've got lots of options You can outsource it And actually Somebody coming in Completely from the outside Which is probably What, what your husband did got Gareth did Isn't it? He came in and took an outside view he wasn't personally involved with the customers he hadn't cleaned their houses seen their children grow up so there was none of that he was that outside person and maybe that's what we need maybe you need somebody in your business that just does this on an ad hoc basis and you know I don't know but you've got to find a way of doing it you can put systems in place where you take payments automatically but there's still going to be an element of credit control
0: and there is a lot a lot that the dcbn does so by having the biggest problem a lot of people find is they don't know how to word what they want to say mm. because you can't just say pay me now or else um yeah. and when the we say or message. else," <laughs> i did come up with an or else can i tell you what i did once yeah. right was off the topic slightly but there was a customer and uh, we had to do a deep clean on their house and my team and i turned up at the end but they'd been there the equivalent of about 10 12 hours so fair size clean. And um, they were supposed to meet me at the end and pay. So I get there at the end and they didn't turn up. So I phoned them and they said, oh, we're at the Trafford Centre. Now the Trafford Centre is 20 minutes drive away from me. And um, I was like, fine, I'll wait here, but I'll bill you while I'm here. Right. Or you can do a bank transfer straight across. You know, it's all online banking. If you'd rather do that, you can do that. And I won't bill you a penny extra. And they said, oh, oh, you know, the card's not working. Can't do that. I was like, fine, if you can't transfer it to me, they said, well, we've got to pay you in cash, I said, fine, I'll sit here and wait, but how long are you going to be, because I will be adding that to your bill, anyway, an hour, I sat there for an hour, an hour later, they turned up, but I was at the point sort of Going well what do I do like I can't Sit in this house all day like What am I supposed to do and I was like You're Tempted to make it dirty again <laughs> Don't well, Obviously you can't Destroy a house there's laws against this You cannot do this you can't decide to just Take their TV like however much You believe should just take their TV or whatever you cannot do That and I'm a little bit aware of the laws And I was like right so I can't deliberately do this But well, what I could do is Return all the dirt that I'd taken away And I was like well there's a vacuum in the back of my car <laughs> and I could split open the vacuum bag and throw it everywhere <laughs> I forget this goes out to the public you know Diane but anyway right. it's those
1: emotions again Louise it's those emotions again you didn't actually do it you just thought about it that's okay no I didn't do it thinking is not a crime it's okay <laughs> unless it's about it. murder I, I don't did.
0: think it is <laughs> luckily they called me just at that moment where I was contemplating it because your mind does sort of go well, really bored of sat and the heating was off that peed me off but anyway um <laughs> anyway so um they came back and they paid me the extra hour for sitting there to wait for them and they never had me back again tell you that no
1: do you know we charge in advance for one-off cleans we do now yes yeah because and it's in full <laughs> no arguments we're not you're not in the diary unless it, unless we've had the money um because yeah one-off cleans are notorious aren't they for not paying not paying
0: in full do you you find so they occasionally get a little bit grumpy with me like don't you trust me and I'm like it's not that I'm really sweet now I (laughs) I sort of say well it's not that it's just that one off cleans tend to be end of tenancies and if you move out of this house I can't chase you so I'm really sorry as a business we have to protect it I'm so sweet about it going no I don't trust you
1: (laughs) yeah that's the truth yeah (laughs) but no and actually we've had no pushback on it since we we introduced it a good few years ago now and we've had no pushback on it we started off where we would charge 50 percent, and then we were just like no we're charging it all in advance otherwise the team don't go yeah. As that.
0: And they always yeah. pay I'll tell you when they pay Have you found this They pay at the last possible minute <laughs> day pay the day before <laughs> Or the morning before And they, <laughs> they'll be on the phone Saying oh I am going to pay I am going to pay And we're like we need it in Before we set off We need it confirmed At eight o'clock in the morning yeah. And you're you're on the phone to them At five to eight Going you are going to pay this Aren't you Oh my husband's going to In a minute
1: Yeah. You know, it needs
0: to be done In the next five minutes Or this isn't happening And I can't reschedule At any point For the next two weeks So it's now or never So yeah. And they always do.
1: Yeah. No, ours is ours is the day before. I don't think we've ever had one that's gone over from the day before. Um, Otherwise, we just phone them and you know cancel. Just like no, we're not. Sorry, but we've rescheduled the team elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So that saves the credit control on the one-off cleans. But how about the domestic customers then? So we what we do now is we invoice our customers monthly. Right. When we first started, they paid every visit what we found was that for like a weekly client that could be 48 50 transactions a year whereas if we charge them monthly it's just 12 transactions a year to manage so that's how why we started doing that is that do you do the same
0: no we do we bill after every claim Okay. So the bill automatically comes out after every clean and it's all on direct debit. And yeah. so we had, I don't know if you've had this, so standing orders. Oh, they do love to set up, I'll transfer it to you, right? Which sounds all well and good. And again, I see loads of people where the, it's transfer so easy now, isn't it? There's no excuse that uh, they forget about it. Now customers go, Well, I, I'll transfer it to you. And I'm like, No no, I'm really sorry, but we're not going to go down that route because it only takes one chase of that transfer not coming in on time. And our costs go up and I keep my costs really competitive. And if you want to go on that and I have to chase you, then it's going to put your prices up. And they soon agree to direct debit because we don't need, I think running a cleaning business is challenging enough without having to deal with that side of customers. They they already want to swap their days around and have this done on the clean and that done on the clean. Why on earth would I want the confrontation of credit control as well? Yeah, so. yeah.
1: No, we, we just we just build calendar monthly in arrears with an invoice and then take payment by direct debit. So that's better, yeah, isn't it? Because you pay for each transaction. Yeah, it saves transaction charges. We also take um, we use Stripe as well, so they can pay by Stripe. But that's usually for the one-off cleans. Um, actually, interestingly, on our masterclass, we're hoping we've got a special guest from a um an open banking provider that's going to come on the um masterclass with us. I um,
0: saw it. And, You've been
1: yeah, working on this. Yeah. Yes, I've been working on this, so I'm not going to give. Much information away until after the masterclass but um yeah so we're hoping we've got a special guest who is involved in open banking and that's where your customers can pay you direct from their bank account to your bank account with nobody in between and no delays and it's free It sounds like a transfer is that different it, to- it is but it's it's slightly different um, but it's free so um yeah so that's quite exciting and they're joining us as a special guest on the uh the master class about getting paid so that's good because it's another it's just another new way you give your clients another option as to how to pay you without it costing your business any money which is even better
0: now I'm going to throw this out there as a bit of a curveball have you heard of like this Klarna thing no so you know where you pay an installment? So let's say um, you're you're going to buy a new fridge. Okay, this isn't cleaning related. And it's like a thousand pounds. You can pay three installments every three months of like 333 pounds or whatever. So that you can actually do this for cleaning as well. You can be set up for these, um, what are they called? Where they pay it, so the company pays it and oh you pay goodness. back to that company. So the customer would pay back to that company. So you might've seen them as like buying Christmas in advance, do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, so a, lot, a bit like a layaway type thing where they used to. So yeah, so they pay it and then you pay them back, and so you can use things like that. And I know there are cleaning companies that offer that as an option. This uh, like Klarna type one, get to pay it later. It's more for people budgeting and things. But factoring is an interesting point, and I don't think we talk about that enough. No, that can be a game changer it's expensive but it is essential and not so much in domestic because people tend to pay quite up front but i know a lot of people that listen to this are going into commercial and the payment terms both i think do you offer commercial i definitely do we do
1: but what we do with commercial is we charge them a month in advance so we we charge them on the first of the month for the coming month so if they want to take 30 day terms they're on the same terms as our domestics then because they could they just pay at the end of the month so it's not too bad now like that's what we did. You can wait for months, yeah.
0: And that's a game changer for people, isn't it? When I when I suggest this, when they say, "Yeah, but my client," I do the months' work. I bill them at the end of the month. They went twenty eight days, and then there's thirty day payment terms. I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And they're working, and they're getting paid three months later. And I'm going, "This is madness." And, that was,
1: and also, you know, business that business could go bust in that three months, and you could have given them th- three months of your labour. And not been paid, at least if you bill them in advance, you're only ever going to be a month behind. I mean, if they don't pay, then we don't go back. So you know, it's, it's as simple as that. But yeah, that's a risk in the commercial world is the company that you're working for could go out of business.
0: And if they decide to have a dispute and they bring it up to you, oh, oh how many times have you had this? You put the wrong PO number on it. No, I didn't. I put the PO number you put. I didn't see it. Factoring, uh, very important because it means that if you're not getting those payment terms, so let's say you hired a load of people to do student accommodation, you did all your work in one month, but actually you've got to pay them all and that money's not coming in for three months, then you would do factoring. So you might pay another company um, they would pay the money immediately. You'd sell your invoices to this other company. They pay it to you immediately and then they would claim it back. But you might only get 90 percent of your invoice. Yeah, like yeah. if you've got 90%, but, so yeah, you got 90 percent, but it's maybe do- more like 80. Yeah. yeah, it can be. But what it means is you're going to get the money fast. And if you if you are in that kind of situation where you need the money in to say pay wages or something, factoring can be really good
1: and you just you know excuse the pun factor in the cost into your price don't you and of of using that kind of service if it helps your cash flow yes there's lots of ways so what are the ways that you use credit control now so you said your customers pay after every clean how does your system flag up now if the payment's not received I don't know no, 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 it's, it's not your part, not your side of the business but it does I, I assume, assume it does
0: it's something goes red I think so so, <laughs> so we have to once a week it's someone's job I think it's Katie's job and um, she goes on and um, she pulls up a list of all failed payments so once a week they're all pulled up there's not very many because they're all on direct debit and then it's just a, a really simple um it's a phone call because quite frankly if they haven't paid we could I would chase by email normally but by the time a direct debit's gone wrong quite often they just don't know um so it is it's then a phone call and it's a really nice phone call it's like this has failed you know you paid us fine for six months this has failed just want to let you know could you just have a look into it and then we follow it up with an email and I've got to say it only really gets that far so um, yeah. I'm not saying we haven't had loads of problems in the past but at the moment it yeah is.
1: and I, th- I think a phone call is is from a customer service perspective always the best first option I think we use texting and emails and things like that that can work really well for lots of things but sometimes it, it can be an awkward conversation so it's better done on the phone because otherwise a text message can sound a little bit you've not paid um whereas a phone call can be there's obviously a problem you know do you need help looking into it or whatever you can kind of be much more supportive can't
0: you yeah and it can't be taken the wrong way how many of us have had online spats
1: yeah
0: um and it's taken the wrong way when actually you never meant it whereas if you phone them and you say look i think this payment's failed i don't know why could you look into it that's really nice you put it in an online message your online payments failed look into it now Is kind of what they hear and read with you being a complete arse going oh okay (laughs) yeah
1: yeah and then you hopefully you avoid those you've been cleaning for them for four months for four hours a week and you've not been paid and now they're all cross with you and it's horrible and it's scary and yeah
0: it's hard when you're busy though isn't it like yeah, you've yeah. made a success of your business you feel awesome I so I listened to an interesting podcast I don't just listen to ours um about um there's only so many balls you can juggle at any one time and it's to do with the size of your hands and the speed you can move and the maximum balls you can juggle is 14 and if you think about that like and we're how many we are juggling in, when you're running a business you, you know it's not about credit control it's about quality control it's about getting the customers it's about actually doing the cleaning you are physically demanded you've got to balance this with your real life you have got so much going on how inevitable is it that we are going to drop and this ball is the easiest one to drop i think it is, and, it, and it's almost
1: the last thing in the chain, isn't it? Is we can we can get the staff there on time. We can have them cleaning to a decent standard, hopefully. We can do all the lovely follow-up, was the client happy? And then they don't pay us, and then we've got to do the credit control bit. It's kind of the last bit in the whole chain, and it's the most important bit is getting paid, really, because that's the whole reason for doing it in
0: the first place. And so, can, yeah. I, can I add one bit? Because you know I like to add the emotion in. You know, I'm all about the emotion. Do you know what we say to ourselves when they don't pay us? they hate us they didn't like us they don't want us as cleaners yeah
1: it's not they forgot to pay yeah
0: and yeah it's almost
1: like you're scared to make the phone call because is it going to be a complaint that's why they haven't paid so there's there's that emotional baggage going on as well isn't there at the same time but get rid of it get rid of it put good systems in place get over it and if you can't do it get somebody else to do it but like sometimes clients don't some people don't invoice. So, you know, not even actually ask for the money in the first place because we're too busy. So, you know, all these, the, the little thing at the end of the chain of getting paid, if you can't do it or whether it's emotional or time, outsource it, get somebody else to do it. I outsource or get yourself an admin? Well, either really. Outsourcing can be a good starting point, especially if it's that's all you need help with. But eventually you might then need help with other things and then it becomes better to have somebody in-house, doesn't it?
0: i don't have the answers every business is different so uh, you know
1: i mean we we have we have a part-time bookkeeper who works remotely and she handles it all so yeah that works well for us but yeah depends on your business and where you're at doesn't it
0: yeah do you know what the benefit of having them in-house is they can answer the phones as well I've got to say the first thing I did and I get this is off topic slightly but people often talk about growing their business and all they want to do is get off the tools all I wanted to do was give the admin away I was like leave me on the tools leave me there you deal with that stuff
1: yeah it's interesting that isn't it and I, I hear that a lot you know oh, I don't want to go out cleaning anymore I want to do the admin and I'm like do you really do you really know <laughs> Would you not rather actually be out there vacuuming Than than doing the invoicing and credit control Yeah you're absolutely
0: right <laughs> And I think a lot of us You get, you just think I want a change I want a change I want a change And you want that change But for those of us that And you and I have both been in the same situation You sit I've sat in the office for weeks on end And God just please let me out cleaning I'd do anything <laughs> to clean a toilet And just be able to think about what I'm cooking for dinner Or just not think I would love to just clean a house and not think <laughs> yeah maybe I should just clean my own <laughs> <laughs> mine's not even a real background I'd love my house to look like this uh, yeah your
1: house is gorgeous in the background there
0: <laughs> isn't it who wants to live where I live I yeah, where kind of house. <laughs> anyhow anyhow uh credit control so we're doing a nice uh yeah, with a,
1: say a special a special guest, and um, who's going to be talking to us about some open banking options. And uh, yeah, it's going to be another good one as it always is. Um, and uh, our DCBM members get to do it live, and you know, interact and and learn and ask questions at the session. And then we record it, and it goes into our massive training library for
0: our members to access. The reason people love it so much live is not just because it's live. That's great. They do have pr- uh, access to the recorded one, but the benefit about being live is you get to put your specific situation. And I think sometimes having um recorded answers and recorded training is fantastic. But sometimes people struggle to relate it to them. And you know, it's like when you've been in that situation, it feels like you're the only one that's ever tackled it. Um, and the live thing is you get to go to the expert or two more knowledgeable people, whoever we're talking about, whoever's there, and go, what do you think about this? And you're gonna get a few different answers but a lot of them will make you think a bit differently. And it really just unlocks that problem we learn something on everyone as well don't we so it's always i it takes so much away honestly i feel a bit of fraud sometimes because i sit there and i do these presentations they are really good presentations that's really arrogant isn't it they are really good presentations i work really hard on those and um someone will come up with some idea that i go that's brilliant you know adding that one into my business and yeah definitely
1: and that's yeah the great thing about the gcbn is we learn from each other as well as you know sharing our knowledge we actually get to learn from others as well so it's uh, it's a great community so yeah, that's that's it on getting paid—the most important bit in the cleaning process, in my opinion—and um, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye bye.